welcome back to the Crack Dive Podcast. This is Christine. I play Soraya and Jasper. And I am here before we start to pick up on a segment Sean started a couple weeks ago with um, some of the changes between Pathfinder 1st Edition and 2nd Edition and how the rules work now. Before I get into that, I do want to thank everybody again for downloading, listening, rating, reviewing. We really appreciate it. And um, I mean, we're doing this for you guys. So thanks for tuning in every week. So what I want to talk about today is the action economy of the game. Now this is one of my favorite changes from 1st edition to 2nd edition. So it used to be that you had a standard action and a move action, and then you had a couple other things like uh, swift actions, free actions, etc, etc. But with Pathfinder 2nd edition, you've got a little bit more freedom going on. So everyone has three actions per turn to do whatever they'd like. So this lets you do things like run in, attack, and move back away. It lets you, um, you know, try to figure out what the creature in front of you is, and then you can attack it twice. You can attack it three times in a row if you can. It's a really streamlined version of their combat system um, in what we now call encounter mode, and it makes everything move a lot smoother in the game. There's a couple things that are a little funky with the three actions. Things like spells might take two or three actions, um, and you can do a couple things like command familiars like you've seen Saray do a couple times, but for the most part it's a super streamlined, super simple system, and um, like I said, it's one of my favorite changes from first to second. So you'll be noticing that a lot more. We're about to head into a whole bunch of combats in these next coming episodes, and um, I hope you guys enjoy it as much as we do. I'll throw you back to the table now, and I'll catch you on the other side. Welcome to the eighth episode of the Cracked Eye Podcast. Holy crap, we've been doing this for eight weeks. Uh, well, no, because if we did three at the beginning and then and then think the of all two. of the the garbage we threw away that we oh, yeah. didn't let anybody listen to I, all of our bullshitting that's like another thirteen weeks of yeah and shit. Yeah. plus plus I mean, like the like, eight episodes we threw in the garbage yeah and that was like, <laughs> we're a, like twelve we're like a year like we've been planning and doing this for about a year now and we're still only this good yeah. <laughs> Imagine, imagine how good we're going to be in a year. I was going to say, imagine how bad it was to start off with. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And we're only eight episodes in. But I want to say uh, I'm very proud of us uh, having listened to the last three episodes. And I'm assuming this one's going to be great, too. Uh, compared to the first four, night and day. Our sound quality, we've... We're only getting better. We're, we figured it out. We know about microphone eating and how that's bad. I still enjoy eating microphones. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, do that on your great. own time. I, I, I thank you, Matt. I think we have made good strives. But I do want to make an announcement. We are going to do a book giveaway. What? what, what? I get a book? Thank not, you. Not you can't ye- read. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, use it, I use it to prop up my seat in my car because I'm short. <laughs> we are going to give away a Pathfinder 2nd Edition core rulebook to someone listening hopefully listening right now no not right now it's at your doorstep right now go look go look yeah what are you listening right now no so what we're going to do is once we get 25 reviews on uh, the apple Podcasts app uh, we will put all of those usernames into a hat and we will draw one we'll figure out how to do it live-ish we'll record it and post it somewhere, and then we will f- reach out to that person somehow through the magic of the interwebs and send them a core rulebook for the Pathfinder 2nd Edition. That way they can read along and see what we're messing up. Previously on the Cracked Eye Podcast. Our heroes encounter the villain Calmont. After disarming Calmont, our heroes interrogate him. They learn that Calmont set the fire in order to escape from being under Vaz's thumb. Also, he wanted to sell the location of Estella's ring to anyone who would buy it. After incapacitating Calmont and leaving him with the goblins, our heroes decide to investigate the rest of the Citadel. What dangers lie in the Citadel? What will our heroes find? Find out now on the Cracked Die Podcast. So spiders. Yeah, spiders. They're um, a thing. Yeah, I'm not an arachnophobe, but my wife is. So if she's listening, one, I love you, sweetheart. Aww. Two, um, don't listen anymore. <laughs> For like the next half hour, just stop listening. I'm not an arachnophobe, but I was annoyed in Skyrim that there were so many like random spider encounters. That's like uh, all there were. And then I'd open a door and a giant spider would chase me. Well, that's why you'd have to, you should stealth because yes. stealth plus a bow in really any Elder Scroll, Scroll games since Oblivion is just 
really, really, really powerful. All right, perception for your initiative rolls. We're nerds talking about video games, all right? What the hell? Yeah, excuse me. We have an even better thing to do. All right, let's let's go around the table. Silver, what did you get? So I was doing perception 16. 16. Talon. Um, so my dice is currently on a 20. Uh, I placed it like that. That was not what I rolled. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I got the exact same as silver. So who wants to go first? Because you guys can decide. Who, who can do more damage? Well, I'm in the room. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll probably go after him. All right. Pond of Watcher. 23. 23. Soraya. 12. Brianna. 22. All right. And Temid. 14. All right. It's the last thing I'm ever going to do. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. I'm much. actually going to die now that I said that. Yep. It's like foreshadowing in a, in a TV show. So. Don't worry. I always come back, guys. Uh, why is he suddenly wearing a red shirt? <laughs> oh, no. Pond Watcher, you go first. So presumably I hear my friend yell out in terror as his body is enveloped by a swarm of spiders. This is approximately what you hear. Like a baby crying? Pondwatcher sprints into action using his sudden charge ability like every other time <laughs> to move twice. Uh, okay, an attack. Once you get in there, you see, yes, you see a second swarm of spiders crawling from the eastern side of the room. Large, red, fat spiders swarming. So Pondwatcher sees that his friends seem to be in a good position to deal with the first swarm and he runs past them jumping like over the hood of a Camaro across this table <laughs> landing next to the second splinter, swarm. Splinter, 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 splinter. It's, it's old wood. Oh, ow, he, oh, oh, feels bad. And he will swing his bastard sword. There it is. Finally caught up with me. Ten. Miss. Oh, boy. And uh, with his third action, he will try it again with the uh, the produce flame cantrip. He lights his hand up, his offhand, and tries to punch the All swarm. All right, so you're at a minus five. Burn it with fire, please. Natural 20. <laughs> you just saved my life. Thank you. So that is a total of? 21. That's a crit. Yeah. Yes. So draw the card. Oh, do it. And is this considered, is this a magic spell? Or is yeah. This, okay, so on the bottom of these beautiful crit cards. <laughs> As opposed to other. <laughs> well, it could spells. be bludgeoning if it's a punch. Maximum effect. Don't roll for damage. You deal the maximum possible critical hit damage with this attack, which means that he does 10 fire damage. What? To the to the swarm. Do you maximum. get any damage from the punch, or is it the, just no, from the produced flame? And is it's it oh, is, it's fire damage? Fire right? damage and one d four persistent fire damage. So four persistent fire damage oh, every round. So good as yeah. he touches the flames to the the swarm. All right, so the swarm is still there, but not happy about it. I think we might be in okay shape. Yeah. Famous last word. Yes. Well, now it's the swarm's turn, and it's the swarm near Pond Watcher. So the way swarms work in this game is very similar to first edition. They move into your square, and then they do swarming bite as their second action. So swarms are large, or these swarms are large. Yes, these swarms are large, which means any creature in the same squares as the swarm are going to take the damage. It looks like both. So both and, uh, sorry, both Temid and and Pond Watcher are taking damage. And it you just take a straight D4 damage. So you're taking two Ouch. piercing damage, if it, if it matters to you. But then you both need to make a reflex save, please. Uh, I choose not. No. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> no, no, it's great. Fail. Natural 20. Yeah. Yes. All right. You said reflex, correct? Yeah, uh, yes, please. No, uh, yes, reflex. That is a natural 13. All right, so I have a nat- 19 total. You're both, 25. You're both fine. Last action, heroes. They're going to bite you again, swarm on you again for another three points and another reflex save. 15 total. I mean, sorry, 18 total. You're good. 14 total. Sounds so happy that. Uh oh. You're good. (sighs) Why'd you make that face? Brianna. Just to confirm, the swarm that was attacking uh, Temet is now as well on Pond Watcher. Yes, they're both being covered by these red fat spiders. And there's another swarm coming to your from your east towards you yes uh how about i do something i've never done before and i will like we need help figuring out how about we do a shield bash oh can i shield bash a swarm does is that a thing yeah you can you make a basic attack sweet Alrighty. oof i think i missed with a 
17. Looks like it would be a hit. Yeah, that hit. Cool. Four. Uh, eight damage. Eight damage. All right. It hits it. I'll do it Which again. swarm are you going for? The ones that are covering your friends or the one coming from your what? East? I feel like she started moving towards her friends, and the minute she sees the swarm coming towards her, she'll try and deflect against that one. And we'll go again with her scimitar. Okay. Since it's a second attack, it'll take... Minus five. Minus five. Got it. That will be eight. Eight. What type? Slashing? Slashing, yes. All right. Um, and your third action? I will slash again. Ooh, 15. Will hit. Excellent. Wow. Well, 21 was a crit. Yeah. Four. Six. You said six total? Six total. All right. Twin Talon, you're up next. Okay, so looking at uh, Brianna attacking the swarm, does it look like her scimitar was doing anything? Yes. Okay. But not nearly as effective as using her shield to squish a bunch of them. Uh, Okay, I'm going to take an experimental shot with my new magical bow. Okay. I believe. So uh, a plus one weapon um, gives me plus one to attack. So normally it would be a plus seven. So it'll be a plus eight. So that's 26. That will hit. Is is it 10 more than their AC? It is not 10 more than their AC. I would like to call shenanigans on that, but that's fine. Shenanigans has been called. I am reviewing your shenanigans call. uh, And it is true. It is shenanigans, but I did not lie to you. Okay. All right. So... The uh, shenanigate is over. <laughs> um, and uh, magic weapons are different for damage than they were in first edition. So it used to be that you got plus one damage. Correct. Now what you get plus one die of damage. Wow. Okay. Ooh. That makes them a lot cooler. Yes. I want a magic weapon now. Oh. So. <laughs> Save up those silver pieces. So that makes them a lot cooler than previously. So now. Yeah, a lot more deadly. And But you, if I'm correct... They probably, even though I'm going before them in the initiative, uh, it probably will not take my sneak attack damage. Well, you can try. Well, I'm about to roll damage dice, Sean, so oh, tell yes. me should no. I roll... No, no okay. don't roll precision damage. Please don't. Uh, all right. So that's seven damage with the magic arrow. Which is seven. piercing? Piercing at damage, yes. Okay. Did it look like they took any of it? Yes. Okay. Then I will continue firing. Um, 13 to hit. Miss. Funk. Uh, they are flat-footed. Unless they can't be flat-footed. It's a miss still. Okay. Yeah. And with my last one, my last action, I am going to back out of the room. <laughs> okay. 20. I'll, I'll get behind Soraya. They're swarms. We need fire. Next up is the second set of spiders. So they are going to swarm for the first action five feet westerly. And they're going to try and cover th- as many people as possible. Can they get three? I think they can get two. They can either get the two which are already covered or Brianna. All right. So the two that are already covered, you're going to take a, a second action. You're taking a D4. So you're taking four points of damage. Oh, jeez. And then I also need... Reflex saves. Oh, good grief. Have you guys thought of the name of your goblin heroes? <laughs> 17. 20. Third action is they're going to bite you again for two points of damage. I'm down to three points. Oh, help. Position and, heal thyself. Yes, and then also uh, another reflex save, please. These numbers keep getting lower. Uh, 14. Eight. 14 is fine. Eight is not. Yes! Uh, um... Can you d- describe to us exactly what's going on as these swarms are engulfing us? Are they uh, little like, are, are we yes. surrounded by a cloud of spiders? No, that are... so these are sm- uh, uh, fat red spiders that about are... How big? Uh, they're probably about the size of a... Hockey puck? Yeah, hockey puck size. I was trying to think of like those uh, hostess cupcakes. Because they're about that I'm thick, too. Than so, so basically, there's a lot of scary hostess cupcakes. A lot of scary hostess us. cupcakes are crawling all over you and biting every part of your flesh. Ouch. So, so like, like all of our arms, arms and, and legs limbs are covered. They're, and like they're on co- our necks. They're kind in of, your armor. Fight, fight off of yeah, our face. Yeah, they're in your armor. Ugh. So, unfortunately for Pond Watcher, you start to feel... So I got a question very quickly. Yes. Did we skip silver? No. Yeah, he's behind. Because he and I have the same initiative. Oh, that's right. All right, Silver. Well, I can go after you adjudicate this. Uh, so, yeah, I will first action 
uh, inspire everyone, so they get a plus one circumstantial bonus to damage, uh, attack rolls, and saves against fear effects. And then with my other two actions, uh, I'm going to... I'm worried for my my liege over there. So I'm going to move up towards Saren Ray. <laughs> if Saren Ray uh, was here, we wouldn't have any problems. We wouldn't have a problem with spiders. Uh, I, uh, the, I'm going to move next to our champion. And, Brienne? Uh, Brienne. Not, see. And uh, I will... I'm going to hold off. Uh, that's That'll be my turn right there. Okay. So the spiders still do the same things. You feel poison coursing through your veins. So please take the status poisoned one. And you know what? I'm feeling really generous about this. Enfeebled one. Oh. I'm not sure you understand what the word uh, generous means. Poisoned one? Yes. That is not in the cards. Oh, one poison. So you take, yeah, one poison damage. One poison damage. Sorry. You take one poison damage and you are enfeebled one. Not looking so good. Temid. Okay. So, um. Right? They're all over you. Yeah, so uh, Temid uh, touches his armor around where he has the little uh, little symbol of a tankard on him. All right, and he uh, he he says, uh, "Let my rapier strike true," and then he 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 casts magic weapon okay. on himself. So now he's got a plus one rapier. Oh, show off for a whole minute too. All right, and uh, then he's gonna swing at these motherfuckers. All right, let's see if you can hit him. Or uh, let's see. So the one. Which is more to the west. West, okay. The one that's more to the west, is that one that's more damaged? Uh, probably. Probably. It's on fire. That's the one that's on fire. So he's going to try to eliminate that one first. Gotcha. So I'm going to roll with a plus eight here. Oh, nice. So that is a 27. Ooh. Hey. Is that 20? No. No, it's a 19. Oh, jeez. Nice. 27. Yeah. That's a crit, right? Yeah. Yes! Yes! Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, hold on. You got a card. What type of damage is it? It is a piercing. So, Stinger. Normal damage. The target is sick in three. I choose not to take that. Okay, so you're going to double damage. So, now that it's magic, it's going to do a... It's going to do 4d6 plus two. Uh, plus 1d... You only... You roll it, and then you just double it. Oh, okay. You, so, it's, so it's two, gonna... 2d6... Plus one. Plus one. Times two. Then you multiply that those results. So let's do that. 2d6 plus one. What do you get? Five. So one, uh, six. Ten, uh, six. Six. So that's 12. 12 plus points plus a 1d8. 1d8 because the weapon is deadly. It's a fucking one. Plus so, a d6 because it's magic. He, he did that. He did that already. So that's a total of seven. Uh, no. So you Five, did, six. Uh, so you, it's five, six, 12, 13. 13. That's a big difference. Plus one. Two from the bard. Yes. No, so that was actually um, part of plus one. I don't have any uh, oh. modifier. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Then that first swarm is dead. So he, well he um, thrusts his... Actually, no, he, he almost swipes across, you know, thematically, because he obviously it's a piercing weapon, so he's not going to do any slashing damage, but he kind of swipes across, and you see the light um, kind of follow his weapon and, and streak across, and he just kind of slashes through all of them, and they all just fall dead. Uh, at his feet, a little bit of guts on him, but he doesn't really care. Um, so then he turns around, and then he puts his uh, hand on Pond Watcher, and he says, uh, "Thank you." And then he kind of like uh, puts his, his, you know, his hand on his chest, really. And um, I'm going to use that as a way for a single action uh, medicine check for treat poison. So you're hopefully, if I succeed, you'll get a plus two on your. Your roll. This DC is? Uh, I believe it's 15, but I'm going to take a look real quick. What's but I got a natural 19. Okay, so the... yeah, you're probably good. So we'll say that... Oh, actually, it's against the poisons DC. So uh, it's you're a good. 25 against whatever that you're is. You're good. Is that a critical it success? Because uh, then he gets a plus four. You get a plus four. All right, yeah. on your next check. Well done. Thanks. La- uh, is that all your actions? That's all three. All right. Oh, actually, oh, sh- hold on, hold on. I might not be able to do that. Magic weapon is... It's two. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't give you the plus. Oh, you get plus zero. Boy. So, but, um, Soraya, I'm sorry. It is your turn. So, if we're saying that these spiders are the size of hostess, hostess cupcake. cupcake with eight legs, with eight legs, and I feel like every every one of my turns starts with a qualifier. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> um, would caltrops do anything to them? Are they large enough to be injured by caltrops? No. Okay, then I will use my last batch of infused reagents. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. Ugh, I don't like not having them, but I can use my sling against things that will 
It'll work better against the swarms. I'm gonna get another alchemist fire going. Okay, that's your first action. I forget. There's, is there like cover rules for trying to? Yeah, throw? You, they they get plus two to their AC at this point. Oh, there's no getting through anybody anyway, so uh, we'll give it a shot. It's plus one to attack from the inspiration. Yes. Twenty. Unnatural. Total? Yes, 20 total. You hit. And now we see what the alchemist does to a swarm. That's 1d8. The swarm currently swarming somebody? Yes, they're going to... Yeah, that's right, they are. Yeah. Uh, It is. So it's going to be 1d8 plus 1 from... But she can control the splash. Yes, from the damage. So that is uh, 6 regular damage, 1 splash, 1 persistent fire. So you know what's really cool Hmm. it's fire right yeah it's area damage right yeah because it's splash it's splash damage right yeah so how much did you do i did six plus one plus one so you actually i mean you kill it but you did 12 plus one plus six persistent fire oh because each time it takes fire damage it has a weakness weakness, it has a weakness to splash and so what weakness means is that uh when an enemy takes the type of damage that it is or or when anyone takes a type of damage that it is weak to uh gets plus uh the damage is increased by five it can be increased by any number oh it right i'm sorry it it gives in the description the weakness number yeah but okay so in this case it was five so we would if you're looking at the stat block, it would say weakness 5 or weakness 10, and that's how much it gets increased yeah. by. Yeah. So, Soraya, you throw your alchemical bomb, your alchemist fire, and it hits... Which she will never admit is alchemist fire. Yeah. <laughs> it hits Temid right in the chest where the second swarm was. But somehow you manage to... Contr- like It controls every drop. Yeah, it just flows over and only hits the armor. Your armor gets a little warm, but all of the spiders that were crawling inside of it, you just hear hissing and popping as they just cook inside the armor (laughs) and then they all fall out she you know flips her hair over her shoulder (laughs) pets jasper that was impressive excuse me are we out of combat yes combat is over (laughs) i don't feel so good come here what this party said a lot of vomiting (laughs) everything sickens us he's poisoned and sickened and enfeebled he sits on the floor So, can our champion heal our barbarian friend? I believe so. I'm not sure. So, wait. Are you poisoned? poisoned? and enfeebled. Okay, so he's going to go ahead up to you and do what he was trying to do before, and we'll use that uh, natural. No, we, no, yeah. we won't. No. <laughs> no. Well, we got the same exact result. Okay. Hey! So, you get plus, plus four to oh. make the save. Go ahead and make the save, or because if you don't, it can progress down the, the track. And this is fortitude? Yes. Plus four. 25. Critical success, so you move up the track twice. So, you're, so you're you're fine. Yes, feels good. Um, so he he walks up to you, and he he actually his way of treating you is he puts a, a hand basically on the back of your neck, and he hands you a tankard of ale. <laughs> and he's like, "Drink up, buddy. This will help." Okay. And then so you drink it, and I'm I'm sure it helps you uh, for some, whatever reason helps you um, uh, heal a little bit more Thank quickly. You. From you, the- you also seem like you. Are on death's door yourself. Yes, but I want to make sure my friends and allies are are healed first before I take care of myself. So, I don't know if poison and disease works the same way, but I remember when we had disease a couple episodes ago, even though the disease itself was cured, the effects were not. So, poison, the poison status, like, he's not going to take the ongoing poison, but he is still enfeebled until it, since it's moved, he can't progress down the track anymore because he made the save. Until it runs its course, which is one round. Yes, so you're poisons good. So have you're a duration. Safe. Yeah, so these have a duration. Okay. So his arm looks really small, and then all of a sudden it swells with muscle. <laughs> He's so swollen. So, um, yeah, actually he flexes, and you see the, the, the pop right out. The like last the it, does the, it does the cartoon yeah. The last spider pops off of his um, arm and falls to the ground. Also, um, everybody, as far as health-wise goes, what's everyone? how's everyone doing? Uh, I'm at full. I full. think I am too, yeah. And I still have one spell left, so... I'm at Let's eight. Go forward. You're eight at eight points. All right, so then he kind of um, starts patching up your your wounds. So you're going to take 10 minutes to heal? Are you going to treat Then another 10 minutes after that to heal myself. Too. Okay, so hang on. So while you're you're treating wounds on Pond Watcher, what is Twin Talon doing in this room? Um, now that we're pretty sure there aren't any more spiders, uh, he's going to make a once-over, make sure there's nothing else we missed. Okay, what is Brianna doing? Brianna will... Uh, come to Tam and be like, do you need any help? Would you like me to tend to you? Um, he'll tell you, well, first, uh, I want to make sure that our good big buddy here is all right, and then then maybe, yes, then I'd like that. I'm not as good a healer as you are, but I can tell you. Sure, he'll do fine. All right. 
It's a massage train. It is a massage <laughs> train. <laughs> All right. So uh, Pond Washer is getting healed. What is Soraya doing? Uh, I think she's just kind of hanging out. She might be poking around the room, but she's if if it's it's very small, and I think there's already three or four people in there. Like she's pretty sure Twin Talon's got it, so she's probably just kind of chilling, back to fixing some of the smaller holes in her clothing. Okay, Twin Talon, if you want to go ahead and give me a roll, and those of you who are doing the treat wounds stuff, go ahead and make a treat wounds check. Uh, so I got a uh, nineteen. So as you're searching around the kitchen area. You find something that might be of interest to one of your uh, teammates here. You find some herbs and oils just kind of lying around. It's like bay leaves and olive oil? (laughs) No. Well, yes, because it's a kitchen, but yes. But things that could potentially be agents that are mixed into, I don't know, let's say alchemy. Like reagents? Maybe, yeah. Um, You're not an alchemist, so... You wouldn't know what those are. Not, not. I'm not an alchemist, but I play one on TV. <laughs> We're on a podcast. I play one on. A, actually, I don't. Play no, one you on. don't. All right, but yes, you find enough. Uh, you find enough items in here that can be used as chemical reagents for up to two items. Okay. Uh, I will kind of gather them, and uh, I will go over to Soraya, who is darning her dress, I believe, <laughs> and uh, like, uh, I, to be I don't really. Know what to do with these, but I feel like you probably do. Oh, wonderful! Yes, I do need some more material components, <laughs> and that's how she refers to them. <laughs> uh, okay. You also find in one of the drawers two doses of arsenic. Mm. Lovely. <laughs> okay, so he'll pocket those. Okay. <laughs> All right. How did the heal check go? Not ideal. Okay. Oh, did you critically fail? I did not critically did you fail. Like, I missed it by two. Okay. I was going to say, well, you like trying to heal him and then you stuck your finger in the wound. Isn't no. that how you do it? Nope. Nope. It's like a dam. Yeah. Like St. <laughs> John the Baptist. So uh, how, how did I do as far as the healing goes? Uh, you made it. And 2d8? Is it 2d8? It is 2d8. You can do 78. Uh, sure. Well, you take five back. Oh, sweet. Off of 78. Um, that's Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> uh, not great at all. And unfortunately, I can't um, I can't try again. And no. I don't have any healing left. Yeah. I, I can attempt to I call can, upon my... Uh, I, I can heal him if I cast a spell. I think that she was yeah. uh, literally saying that. <laughs> oh, okay. So maybe we should slow it. <laughs> slow your roll. I mean, if, if you know how to do it better than me, then sure. It's more just me being a new player and wanting no, no, to try no, all the no, things. No. But, it was um, your idea, and you're, you do it. We're you going around it. the table. Um, so I can lay on hands. Okay. Uh, that hands could be become, helpful. Uh, infuse a positive energy, healing a living creature or damaging an undead, which I hope you are not, uh, with Surprise. a touch. <laughs> right? Oh, jeez. Awkward. <laughs> he crumbles into dust. <laughs> Um, you restore six hit points if the target uh, is one of your allies. They also gain a plus two status bonus to, D- to AC for one round. Well, you get the six. Thank right. you so much. He gets the plus two to AC. And it's gone. <laughs> he just doesn't get the benefit of it. I immediately try to shoot him. <laughs> so he feels gotta, better about getting the bonus. I can, I You're going to crit and kill him. <laughs> Brianna, thank you. Uh, that feels like a very positive influence of your god flowing through me it is my pleasure and once we go back home let me see that butter knife of yours i'll see if i can make it better and she'll like punch him lovingly on the arm ah i take five more damage oh no (laughs) (laughs) she She doesn't know her own very strong yes i am um so uh good news and bad news good news is i did increase in, in health bad news i'm still only at eight i'm less than half uh, well, great. So where are you guys going to next? Should I try and battle medicine? We're going to heal. Um, unfortunately, I you treat, treated wounds on me, so I can't um, battle medicines. you should drink one of the healing potions. That yes, found. you guys um, have potions. Sure, yeah, I, I, I have no problem doing that, but if we might have a, an expend, one that we can expend without it, if you have a healing spell available. I, I do have a healing spell. So if, if you want, you can, you can do that. Otherwise, I'll yes, just drink a potion. Yes, I will do the healing, my healing spell. It's soothe again. It's going to be directed just to you. Uh can you hit multiple people? No, I can't. Okay. I was reading over that. Uh, Give it to me. So I Give play it to me, big boy. my oh boy. soothing, old-timey, like, Appalachian uh, hymn. Uh, oh, well, I got max, so 14. Oh, sweet. So 
we're going where are you guys headed up to now let's go to the other room that yeah, yeah there, there's another room out of the kitchen there's uh, out of the kitchen there's only one yes there's only one door out of the kitchen well there are two can I use knowledge architecture to figure out that other door goes to the room we were in already you're gonna get every <laughs> use out of that knowledge architecture you can hey, get we don't even have to roll yes you know it yes Having architecture lore is the best. Pond Watcher kicks down the door. Okay. <laughs> okay. Knowledge of how building layouts are is astounding. <laughs> this, as you kick down the door, you see six humanoid-looking things facing you. <laughs> oh, are no. you serious? Stop. Yes. I'm dead serious. <laughs> Finally, my death has come for me. <laughs> I just healed you. Finally. What do you do? I'm coursing with poison. So I f- sprint at them. No, 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 no. You sprint at them. You're not coursing you with poison. Hit, first give me an attack roll. Wait, are you really? No, he's not. He's not coursing with poison. Eleven. You run and you tackle a training dummy. Bang. Uh, I seem to have the upper hand. This large chamber holds rows of molding straw-filled dummies, many of them wielding wooden replicas of various martial weapons. So while he's laying on the ground fighting this thing, he, um, Temet puts his hand on uh, Twin Talon's shoulder and says, how long do you want to keep? let him keep doing this? Uh, I'll figure we'll let him kill it. Now I stab you in the liver. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Get him. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> Get him. Oh, man. So oh, that's a good it's all swollen, covered in bites and just... Punching Wailing the It's like, let him tire himself out. He'll sleep better that way. You gotta let him get a win where he can get it. It's true. <laughs> All right. Okay, so the king that is promised is beating the crap out of a straw dummy. Give me a perception check. Pond watcher, please. 21. As you're punching this, it you suddenly hear the clatter of some coins come out of it. Oh. <laughs> you will give up your secrets to me. Someone hiding money in the training dummies? You cannot pay me to stop beating you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I give him a hero point for just running with this? Yes. Yay. What are the rest of you doing? Uh, let's go here. Uh, t- Twin Talon, what are you doing? Um, so I will be... I mean, assuming I realize that the rest of these are training dummies, um, I'm going to continue pattern of searching the room for anything interesting. Excellent. Uh, Temid. I'm going to do the same. Brianna. Uh, I will watch uh, Pond Watcher a little bit longer, wishing that this was a time that I could actually have a recording device for this very moment. Instead, I will also look around the room. Silver. Uh, I'm going to... He's having a great time. I'm going to pawn the money that fell on the ground. <laughs> just grab it. <laughs> Soraya, just for yourself. I'll, I'll let everybody know about it. And Soraya. Oh, see, I was going to say, I start cutting open the other dummies and seeing if there's Great. more money so inside. So those of you who are searching around the room, give me a perception check. As you look at the other dummies, you do. You find that they all have silver coins stuffed into them. How many huh. dummies? How much there? do I get? Six. You find a total of... Oh, no. Once you look in this room, he. when you open the door, you saw six. There are about 15 molding dummies in wow. here. Let's just, let's just take a step back. Pond Watcher was willing to run to a room of 15 people and start fucking them up. <laughs> yeah. That's badass. <laughs> you find about 20 silver total stuffed right, in the I'll dummies. All right. What were your perception checks? Uh, I got an 18. 18. 14. 14. 23. 23. Oh, you're watching. You're watching. Your, I, was, your I was keeping my, my... Your charge in check. Collecting coins being beaten out of the... So, Twin, as you're searching through this room, you notice that one of the walls to the south is crumbled and fallen down. Okay. But to the southwest, you find a hidden door. Is there a door to the north as well? Yes. And oh, it looks like there's another door to the northeast but again my superior architecture skills i know that was probably that other room we've already been in so there's a door to the su- the secret door to the southwest there's a door to the west and there's a door to the north the rest of you searching this room also find the secret door um as you're all looking around you does anyone here have lore architecture no no either religion or occultism. I'll give those. If you have those knowledges, train. Even if you're not trained in it, you can make the roll. Um, occultism or religion? Yes, it's an easier roll if you have those. Uh, so that would be a twenty-two. Twenty-two occultism. Okay. Twenty-four occultism. Twenty-four. Eighteen untrained occultism. Okay. Sixteen religion. Okay. Nineteen religion. Okay. Fifteen religion. You're still beating that dummy up. It's great. 
silver and Soraya. Because you guys are working with the working on the silver, uh, you remember back somehow that the the coins in these dummies are probably from a, a Hell Knight tradition. Like recruits who weren't Hell Knights, if they me- messed up or didn't hit their target, they had to put uh, a tithing basically into the dummy. All right. Oh, okay. Oh. So every time they miss, they put some. So, all right, there you go. Two, game boy skill. That's a nice little like a uh, little bit of lore. I like yeah. it. You know, like really fleshes out. <sighs> Again, wouldn't that be lore? How am I? Like, th- there's no such thing. No. Right. That's ridiculous. Uh, I still think architecture lore should apply, but uh, <laughs> maybe I'm biased. So, so you found a secret door, is that right? Is what you're trying to say? Uh, yes. Next to this crumbled wall, I found a secret door. All right. Uh, I'm happy to open up that door. I mean, or do you have you open it? I'm certainly capable of opening a door. I found, if, uh, but I'm ready. I'm, but I'm waiting I don't for care everybody else. It, just I don't. open it. Okay. So if uh, is Pond Watcher done beating the snot out of that dummy, or I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> he holds up the he dummy head. The dumb so everyone's like, "Wow, such a good job. We'll put that on the refrigerator." Serena <laughs> 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 so just like pat pat. What is training dummy for? He's not training. I leveled up. Do you feel better? Shut up. <laughs> uh, okay, so if everybody is uh, kind of paying attention, then he will open the door. See where it goes. All right. What's your thievery bonus? Plus seven. You unlock the door quite easily, actually. As, almost as if it was already unlocked. All right. Swing it in. All right. As you walk in. Wait, wait. I swing the oh, door Oh, you swing in. the door in. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> That's As what you I rush said into the room and kill yourself, yeah. like, oh, hold on. <laughs> 16 traps fall, and uh, yeah. we'll find out next week if he dies or not. Oh, no. So you step in. You swing open the door. Yes. This well-hidden closet holds dust-furred tables covered in jumbled but ominous accessories. Pentagram-covered tomes, heavy melted candles, scattered pieces of loose chalk, Vats of moldy incense, moth-eaten robes, and several empty, dusty weapon racks. Uh, okay. So I will just, from the doorway, just peer in and make sure there's no, you know, falling portcullises or hidden blade <laughs> traps right or <laughs> creepy imps setting fire to things. What is your stealth bonus? Plus seven. You notice that there is a spear launcher trap. Holy located crap. about 10 feet in front of you. Wolf. Um, okay, then I would like to try to disable it, and I will also let everybody know to clear the doorway. In case I fail, I don't want someone else to get skewered if All it right. misses me. Please so, be careful. So um, as he's, uh, he's going to do that, I just gonna, I'm going to take a moment to put my hand on his shoulder and say, uh, good luck, buddy, and I'm going to cast Guidance on him. So that him gives a plus one. Plus one? Yeah. I will give you the option. Do you want me to roll it, or do you want to roll it? Oh, God, it's deadly. <laughs> Let's see. Um, how's it supposed to work? I believe I'm supposed to roll it. Well, let's do it by the rules, Sean. That way I can blame you if I die. So what's your uh, thievery bonus? <laughs> plus seven, and plus one for guidance would be eight. So you look ahead, and you notice that it is connected to a pressure plate. Okay. So you kind of carefully with your thieves' tools jimmy up the pressure plate, and you see that the weight, when it pushes down like re- pushes down on a uh, billows which will shoot the the spear out and you carefully puncture the bellows in here and you see the spear kind of start to come out and then just stop because there's not enough air it sticks right out of the the head of the spear just sticks out of the hole that it was going to come out of and this trap is disabled. Nice. nice work, friend. Thanks. Just to be safe, uh, as long as I don't see anything else, uh, Twin Talon is going to go remove the spear from the trap. Yes, you you managed to remove the spear. Okay. Is it an expensive-looking spear? No, it is very old. It probably, wouldn't, when it hit you, would shatter and become useless and splinter. Okay. And it's give so you brittle. Tetanus. Yes. So oh, what so we can much tetanus. do is we can have our friend here, one of our friends here, repair it and then give it to Pond Watcher because he'll destroy things with it. All right, so at that point, he will motion everybody that it's safe, and he will go in, and he's interested in that uh, that pentagram tome. Oh, yeah. Please, if you could give me either a religion or society check. Uh, I have society. Okay. On, I'm sorry, on the... Uh, on the tome that he's looking at. What are you doing? Um, 
so I've noticed that he he picked up a tome, right? So I'd, I'd be interested in what that's all about. Okay, you can also... Ditto for Zareo. Okay. So, uh, yes, what are you doing? I'm actually going to open the door of in the other... The westernmost door in the other room, because there's so many people in the tiny chamber. Okay, give me a second. Um, Just want to peer inside it. Pond Watcher? I go with silver. Okay. Brianna? Brianna will take a step back and... Um, We'll be keeping a lookout uh, at both Silver and Pond Watcher, as well as what's happening in this room, just to keep ready for whatever happens. All right. So those of you who were rolling about the tome, what were your totals? So I'm, I'm back to form, and I got a four. Okay. <laughs> oh, I babe. did a lot better than that. I doubled them, and I got an eight. Okay. 25. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, I'm looking at the r- upside down in the book. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> okay. We're both like, no, no, no. You got to turn it sideways. That's how you read it. Right? So, Where's your hell knight's right upside down? This is obviously a book dedicated to the Church of Asmodeus. Asmodeus? Ooh, don't yes. tell Brianna. Rock me Asmodeus? No. Oh my um, god. So actually, that was last episode. <laughs> Sorry, we could go. Caden Killing um, reviles few things more than Asmodeus. So he's so this is actually a big deal for him too. Alright. Well let me keep re- let me just keep reading. Or telling you what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know that these are supplies are for a ritual to summon devils from hell. And you can probably guess that the weapons once stored here were likely silver weapons, which you know devils are weak to. Interesting. You two, Twin Talon and Temid, you guys think this is a book for um, Norgborger? <laughs> that weird... Rovagug? That weird thing the goblins were talking about? Uh, I think they opened... They were trying to open a Wahlburgers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a cookbook. I don't um, I don't really get this. Around the rest of the... Like, do the book and everything in the room yeah, looks all ancient. The- like, this hasn't been touched in a while. Yes, it's definitely old and moldy. Were the Hell Knights, like, summoning devils to, like, kill? No, but they probably would want a way to... So they would probably want to make deals with them. So to force the devil to make a deal, they would want something to be able to hurt it. Because if it shows up and they can't do anything to it, it's very unlikely it would agree to anything and probably would kill them. Also, we're in Isgur, and summoning devils is actually like a a pastime here. Like, it's actually very common... Uh, for devils or, or devil uh, fiendish creatures to be um, uh, enslaved and in service of the creature uh, of the people here. So, so can we do like a little? You guys are looking at it. One of you starts to read aloud, and I just no, just yank it away. I can <laughs> picture it like we're like our, our eyes are rolling in the back of our head. Exactly. Very bad news. Very very bad news. Sorry. You find some more things. Okay. Uh, because you rolled so well, you also find behind some of the items, like some of the ritual items, you find a forgotten silver longsword. What? Also find a sealed lockbox. What? So I, <laughs> as I like yank the book away from them, I turn and I get... As you yank the book away, you turn around and bump into the sword and yeah. it falls. You're like, oh. oh. Clang on the floor. Go to pick it up, bonk my head on the lockbox. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. So I'm sorry, there's a um, a lockbox. And a silver and sword. And a silver sword. That silver she lock. has found and we have not. Correct, because she rolled I imagine it's hard digits. to suddenly find a longsword. Well, we rolled very poorly. Yeah, they rolled That's single still, digits. We're still like, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure that was like... Um, Whatever, some you know, like we're just we're going back and forth with completely incorrect uh, conjecture about what that tome's all. Yes, all about. <laughs> while that I'm like you know like oh, trying to sort of in the background. It's yeah. Yeah. The lockbox is indeed locked. Just so you are aware, <laughs> one person well, here they can do it. Are there initials on it that say like that say A L G? Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, well, given that the starting gear I have includes a sheath, she's gonna just sh- okay. sort away. <laughs> Potential, it's added. How fortuitous. Yes, right? <laughs> right? Can you um, use the longsword? Uh, Doesn't matter. It I looks, it accessorizes. Exactly what all my proficiencies are. Yeah. It's, I'm pretty sure it's a normal. Timid turns around, like, type. do you always have that longsword? I never noticed it. Good look for you. And then he can. Isn't it? <laughs> but she will draw the long, like, you know. Th- uh, th- there's also this. I, I would 
very carefully make sure that there's no magic involved and that there's no traps on it when you open it, but I don't know what could be inside. So actually, Temid will detect magic on it, but he'll also kind of get Soraya a little bit too with this detect magic because it's a cone straight ahead, I guess. So oh, it's a pulse. It's a pulse, whatever it is. It's, there is magic. Then he does it without Soraya in it. There is magic. Hey guys, this is a magical lockbox. Oh dear. Uh, all right. Um, so yeah, could I? Yeah, could I? Knowledge or kind of identify what kind of magic is going on on the lockbox? Yes, give me a, a roll. Sixteen. Evocation magic. Ooh. So it used to be that rogues could disable magical traps. Is that still a thing? I mean, you can try. So that was ten minutes for you to deta- uh, dis. Um, identify the magic item. I, I imagine we're fine sitting here for 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. And, like, I just want to make around. sure that we're... Yeah, we're doing that roleplay time. Uh, okay. I will attempt to figure out what the what the fireball is that's going to kill me and then scratch out the right rune and... What's your bonus? Uh, plus seven for thievery. Okay. So you're... You have your lockpicks going in there. And you re- think back to the Reliant Boat Company. (laughs) You think about that door and how it frustrated you. And you realize you're getting better with this time because as you're thinking about it, you feel the lock picks click and the the top opens. The springs open a little bit so you could reach in and open it. Okay. You've successfully picked the lock. Okay. Woohoo! Does that mean I've also bypassed any traps or anything that were on it? Yeah. Okay. Presumably. So I'm going to turn it away from myself and open the lid. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I'm not... Right, in not the- in anybody's <laughs> face, just yes. yeah. no. toward a wall. Nothing happens. Okay, then I will turn around and, and read explodes. the I'm, rune of I'm death. behind you, yeah. You see what appears to be a mummified elf hand <gasps> on a golden chain. Ew. Oh. It's gnarled fingers in a particular pattern. That's giving me the finger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just... Uh... Okay, uh, this is weird. Can I identify that with the knowledge arcana? <laughs> yes. Does he show it to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, oh, okay. once I see it, I'm just like, this is. I'll turn it to them and be like, I don't know what this is. That's only it's a gross. 10. Yeah, it's, it's super gross. Actually, yeah. It is called a Hand of the Mage. It, you can find it in the Pathfinder Core Rulebook on page 611. Also, if you're interested in reading what's in the book that you found that has the 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 star uh, pentagram on it you can do I don't know. Oh, hand yeah. of the mage for two actions which is command and envision uh, you can cast mage hand <laughs> That's so it's really like a cool. necklace that allows you to cast mage hand yeah. but it's a mummified elf hand yeah yes. are you gonna wear your own people's mummified hand no one else can see my face but the answer is clearly no <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear it I would I find that incredibly rude Actually, I think it matches your character a lot more than I mine. Could, I would probably wear it. Well, you're not here right now. <laughs> no, so. I'm about to do something that excites the GM. Yes. Uh, I, uh, I think that uh, Twin Talon will just close the box okay. and tuck it into his backpack. By the way, um, Temid, you know that now that you see that there was a magic item in the box, that's probably what the magic was. Yeah, I, I got that, yeah. It's like so. Uh, so, what was that? What was that item in there? Uh, it was a creepy hand on a chain. Oh, mummified. Cool. You know who'd like that? I think Silver'd like that. It would, it's an elf hand. I'd really rather not. It's, it's whatever it takes to, to fight the forces of evil and injustice. I think it doesn't really matter what it looks like. Did I hear that right? Is that a a mummified hand? Yeah. A mummified hand of an elf, and I'd rather not. Yeah. Right, but somebody cast put a mummified elf hand on a yes, chain. It, yes, Why it is. is this okay? It's useful. So I, I'm not. We're gonna flip. To, I don't. We're gonna to flip fight. to the other. Unless there's anything. Um, you, Brienne, you're in here with us. I'm no, in between. She's, yeah, she's, she's just door. Just kind of in between. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Which is we why were, I was like, we were talking. like you guys were talking, like, what is that? What? Well, let's go. Out. If that's all there is, let's all right. Go well, out so while you guys are while you guys are doing that, we're gonna go to the other room. I opened. I, well, I'm standing next to Pond Watcher. We, I open the door. He's standing right next to me as well. Make sure to bring your friends in on your bad decisions. Yes. So yeah. you open the door. He said he was with. <laughs> you see inside the room. It is dimly lit with torches. Its flagstones painted entirely black. This sprawling and irregularly shaped room contains a circular, sunken area in its middle. 
The arena's edges are painted in deep crimson, an ominous crimson pentagram fills its center. In there, you see a man dressed in black armor fighting an imp. And he turns to look at you. And we'll pick it up there next week. (laughs) Who is this mysterious man in black armor? What is he doing fighting imps? Why is he in the citadel that is supposed to be deserted? Find out the answers to this and more next week on the Cracked Die Podcast. And now, a word from our sponsors. If you know someone dead on their feet, or you or a loved one is feeling six feet under the weather, you may need the services of Mortar's Mortuary. Death is the inevitable end to all things, and it's only right that those who have passed on are properly celebrated at the end of their life. At Mortar's Mortuary, your deceased friends and family are embalmed and interred with the utmost respect and care by me, Mortar Velaskin. We provide the finest burial attire, decadent viewing rooms for wakes and funerals, our prices for casks and coffins are unbeatable, and we've recently expanded our optional mourners package to include wailing and vows of vengeance. Whether you want your last rites to be somber, uplifting, or a weekend-long bender in your honor, we promise a memorable occasion for your appointment with the Lady of Graves. Mortar's Mortuary, for your final needs. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape, because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.